Live from the Out of Doors, episode 97. It's true, we're coming to you from my backyard, and therefore, you're going to hear birds, you're going to hear trains, you're going to hear air. It's going to make it so I can't really edit any of this, so we have to be very safe in what we say. Yeah, we have to be perfect. Uh, you may and hear some nearby squabbles. You may probably hear can't even have noises. music, because it'll be, well, I guess it could, but maybe I'll try to have an episode with no music to help push our thoughts and see how intolerable it is. Let's just see how your editing goes. Maybe you can make it seem like we're just playing around with the radio outside. I can add more birds. I can add more of the background sound. Just just, that would be funny if I. You never know who's going to show up at the at the patio. By the end of the episodes, I've just kept slowly increasing the bird volume to where it's unlistenable, which it might be. We don't know what this sounds like, but there's a train going by now, so just get used to these sounds, guys. This is what it's like to be outside, and the reason we're outside is that it's finally not freezing it's okay so it's finally okay weather so what do we do when we're in a good mood because of the weather uh instead of just sitting inside and complaining we come outside to complain with a good mood but give you a bad we're still gonna complain yeah yeah definitely gonna complain but we get to smoke it's you know it's it's a a freedom we don't always have it is incredible when you when you get the first taste of the the weather that you've been kind of held back from like as soon as fall starts to land, you go, oh, my God, finally, it's cooling yeah. off. This has been terrible. As soon as you start to get a taste of, like, oh, the sun is on your side a little bit, or, like, the weather is, like, helping your day yeah. in a certain way. That's always, like, it's like when someone stops smacking you in the face and you like, can't believe they're on your team now. Kind of well, it's, yeah, it's like you can all of a sudden you have the ability to go get groceries or whatever. Like, if it's not... It's, it's it's often so cold here that it's hard to do even really simple tasks. It just takes energy. You have to you have to talk yourself into, or like ramp up mentally to a hike through the cold to get something as simple as like mouthwash or yeah like exactly. If you forgot soap or whatever it is, you go fuck. I'm not going back out till tomorrow. It's just too much. But this kind of weather, you can get shit done. Speaking of get shit done, getting shit done, um, I today went to the dentist because I have all these tooth problems. So I started to get shit done, and then I sat there for about 20, 30 minutes, and then I go, nah, I'm leaving. And I just left. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Started uh, to get stuff done, like, sat down in the No, no, not getting work done. I mean, I mean, you know, generally speaking, I was getting shit done. I went out to this morning. I was like, let's go. Let's get this done. And um, I, didn't, I didn't get to the dentist chair. I just, like, was in the waiting room. And then I was like, no, this is, um, this is a bad idea. The not to get dental work done, but to get it done here because this is where I keep going, and this is where they keep not spotting the many problems that are going on. So I was like, I'm I'm finding a different dentist. Have things they've worked on, like fallen apart? Have they done shoddy work? I wouldn't say they've done shoddy work, but I would say they've not spotted the things, many things that, like I was just in LA, had to go to a dentist there because I had a cap fallout, and they took X-rays and they're like, you have all these cavities. Did you know that? And I was like, no. But anyways, the, the truth is the only reason I go to this dentist is because it's two blocks from my house. And, and I just so happened that I was like the first one I called or whatever. And so I've just been going there the last couple of years because it's so close. It's hard to go somewhere else. But today I was like, this is stupid. I should not be going here just because it's next to I'm, I'm finding a new dentist. I'm starting over. I partially we've been over this, but I, pick, I partially vibe check doctors like on ZocDoc and stuff, but also totally based on location. I also assume that's going to affect the quality of, unfortunately, the quality of medical care. So, like, yeah. I get stuff near my office or, like, on the way home. But yeah, you like, want it to be... I, everything that I've gone to, because it's nearby, I've always been pretty, not disappointed, but just, like, I don't think I was, like, helped at all, really. The location was helpful, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. 
So it was convenient, but it wasn't effective. So today when I was in there, I was like, I'm also just concerned with, I, I've gotten I, so many x-rays done on my face that I'm like, I don't want to get another pointless x-ray if in two days I get the courage and muster up and go, I'm going to get a new dentist. So I go, just walk away now, go get a new dentist. It's not going to be close, but I need someone who can detect the issues because there's a plenty of them. I have so many... Uh, Sorry, like, skip the dentist. Like x-rays and different different kinds of like neurological scans from like head injuries in the old days that eventually doctors were like, you shouldn't like get that many more tests done. Like it's kind yeah. of, the verdict is like in, like you shouldn't like, so even... Yeah, getting like a radiation even in after, your head. Even after the bike incident, like uh, everybody's like, you gotta get your head checked. It was like, I, I, I got checked out with the doctor, but like specialists have said in the past, like you probably shouldn't do this a lot. Like Yeah, I think I've gotten four or five face teeth x-rays separate ones in the last maybe two years i feel like that's a lot to just keep going well let's check it again and it's like i don't that can't be good for me y'all know my health so you know i'm hopefully gonna get a better dentist if someone gathered all the your materials and just reviewed your like even last five or six or seven my dark materials years of of, (laughs) well yeah of, of of like dental history they would think they would have to either think this guy's running a scam or these like 15 dentists are incompetent. It would look so, it would look so guilty on your part, even though it's totally, I've been around all the time yeah. when teeth crack for you. Yeah. They just crack. They just crack. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully I get a better one. Um, you know what I mean though? It looks on paper. It looks like either you have, why do you keep switching dentists or why do you, yeah. Why, why does you, why does you want this? So, I don't want this. So all these dentists aren't helping you looks, I mean, also, yeah, it looks like I'm a problematic patient. That's like, this guy must be doing something wrong. Yeah. It looks like I'm doing math, but I'm not. I promise. Um, Olivia, my sister pointed out, uh, that Kesha, the reality show she was on was the simple life. I looked it up this morning, which to is, find cr- out, yeah. which is so weird. And it was, and it was just, it was by chance. It was like her mom was on simple life. It was life. like a year before she randomly popped for music. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't because of, it wasn't a cross promotional thing. No connection. It was her mom was being set up on a date and Paris Hilton and them, whatever, help her do that. But, um, so thank you, Olivia. Olivia also asked me, she goes, what was that show, that problematic show on VH1 about manipulating girls into having sex with them? And uh, the pickup artist. Do you remember that show, the oh, pickup yeah. artist? With oh, a guy yeah. mystery and he'd wear a gigantic top hat. Like, wow. The, he's he's the most that. accoutrement. He's the beginning of accoutrement because he's the one who, who literally wears those things as, he has like words for them, but they're, it's like peacocking or whatever. It's like, as a way, it's an entry point. Scarecrowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what it is, but it should be. But so I went on a, on a deep rabbit hole dive of mystery stuff, um, and of course, it is some of the most offensive and and uh, uh, damning type of language he uses. Um, I'm sure it's the least the least aware material in the oh, world. Oh, the least aware, of course. And um, I thought of this too, and looking back at things that are problematic because we keep seeing movies. Everything is that in the past, but. When you think when people go, how was this ever made? Like a VH1 show about tricking girls into having sex, called the Pickup Artist. How did this ever get made? You forget that these sh- companies knew it was offensive, and that's what makes it sellable. That's what makes Jersey Shore sellable. Like it's it not be- for people that are that age either. It's for people that are younger. They than but the point the is of people on screen. The point is networks and and people that make movies. They're not unaware of what's offensive. They know that something being offensive and taboo makes makes it sellable. Makes it more. It's going to reach potentially higher audiences if it doesn't get shut down but so just the idea of like oh if only we knew back then it's like, they knew of course that's why people would watch the show we go I can't believe this is on that's why we all watch 
party down south, everything. It's because we we cannot believe people are doing this to themselves or to other people. I mean, proof that there are so many reality shows, yet we celebrate Party Down South whenever it's on, pretty much. Proof that I will watch a reality show if people scream at each other and... They get real. Yeah, and, and, and dive into each other's face and tackle them, and no one intervenes. I'll watch that all day. Yeah, yeah. We're, wa- we're willing to watch. Those are, con- those are consenting adults crashing through life like bowling balls, and it's fine if the camera is around. That's I was watching old eps or clips of old eps of the, of the pickup artist show, and the, the language they would use, I, f- I forgot, like I used to watch, see this stuff, and they would, when you're hitting on these girls, they're, it's called sets. Like you're looking for a set of three or a set of five, and they go, go to your next set. All these hilarious, fucked up terms about, about how to, yeah. And also the, the funny thing is like that stuff that what they call it an art form but what it is is it's just scattershot it's like handing out flyers like, say, if you do it that's describing a method that like so you're going to keep you're going to need to keep moving on know yeah, that literally that's, that's <laughs> you kept finding ways to to cleverly say that you're going to lose all all the time but every once in a while someone will give you their number or they'll be so drunk you can kiss them and it's it's like yeah that's called scattershot that's brandon that's brandon style you just hit ask every woman to marry you and maybe you're going to find the girl of your dreams. Or maybe you'll find a psychopath. You, you, that's, I mean, it's insane that that was that this guy makes money on doing that. And so I was like, let's look him up now and see what he's doing. Same thing. He's still having seminars, still teaching guys how to hit on girls. With one difference. I mean, is he doing it only with the weight of that show behind him? I, mean, I think he was successful before the show, and that's yeah, he wrote like a book called The Game or something, and oh, did, uh, oh okay. or maybe he's, maybe someone else wrote it. But either way, he he was successful. I, I mean, I remember that book was popular like around the same. He time. He was a Tony Robbins of doing his yeah. gross maneuvers. But I looked him up now, and I and I was and he's doing it's the same thing, but he had to change up some of the language because of it's such, so problematic. He said bitches too many times. No, he would just he would just he would just throw in a lot of times nowadays. He'll throw in. But, you know, girls are smart, so they can detect all this stuff. So you got to do this. So he's giving you ways. He's, he's making sure he includes that women are, women are smart. You know that women have these things. Uh, and it's like, that's just to get around what you're saying next, which is here's how you trick them outside of that. Because it's, yeah, here's it's the, literally about... Here's, here's the loophole in this case. They had some term for about, literally, you, when you forcibly put your hands upon someone, it's called something. And they're like, there's a way to make them like this. Like It's just like, it's truly the grossest behavior that anyone's uh, ever been on VH1 for which is it's actually kind of weird that was on VH1 because you'd think that would be on MTV with how overtly vulgar the the concept is I always I always want to say I don't really have any friends in my life that are like that but I also know that everybody has little secret lives I guess I don't have friends in my life I'm proud to say I don't have friends in my life that act like that around me at least that I'm aware of yeah well it's yeah we don't put out we don't put out let's talk about sex story vibe guys but um, another thing I noticed in his new videos just in my presence I mean uh, another thing I saw in his new videos was um, you could hear a kid yelling in the background and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette talking to the camera indoors and I'm like I know exactly what your life is like pickup artists I know exactly what your life is like you probably have a few kids this is just one that you are stuck with but a few kids out there and you're he, smoking as many cigarettes indoors like a, as you can. He seems like a every other weekend kind of father. If, if I that. bet it's not a full time, but unless that kid is a full time around the house kid, don't shoot a video when you have 
partial custody. Don't shoot a video yeah. then. Wait till yeah. <laughs> or during a cigarette. Like well, no, what I assume is that he's got some some swinger wife or whatever that lets him do his gross behavior, and they have a kid, and they're just ma- they're just making it work for tax for whatever reason. He you know, and he smokes cigarettes indoors. I mean, I bet they also both work at the same restaurant. <laughs> That's where you find the swingers, baby. They're both working yeah, at the same restaurant, ooh, married couple. Bartenders at like an Applebee's or like a restaurant bar. Those kind of one's older a cook, people. one's the bartender, or one's the mm-hmm. manager, one's the bartender. I, I mean, I've worked at places like that, like Alley Cat and Nashville. Every place like I've ever worked, is yeah, like they're like the yeah. owner and the chef are like a married couple that if you want to fuck, they'll fuck, and like no one wants to fuck you too. Yeah, you just own a business, so we have to work here. You, you, yeah, you. <laughs> it is like that. That is like a. I'm sure everyone. I'm sure that's pretty universal for everyone that's ever worked in the service industry. But like, that is a pretty consistent hallmark of the business. Is creepy married couple? Yeah, yeah. That so are same stressed as, out about the job they work together. But the same as like bartenders and, and and coke or whatever, where it's just like it's not. I mean, it. I guess it is cliche, but it's but it is also it's kind of symptomatic of the horrible job. Like, if you do this oh, job yeah. enough, you'll go. And I'm sure if I owned a restaurant, I would, and I had a wife, I would go. I guess I'm a swinger now. I guess <laughs> life sucks so much that this is what we're gonna do. Like, I suppose that's what it's like. Because I mean, I don't know. But speaking of smoking indoors. We watched one Dane Cook movie last night that there was a lot of indoor smoke. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... That was last night, right? Yeah, unfortunately it was. That was the... uh, That was my best friend's girl. Okay, yeah. Uh, With Jason Biggs and with... uh, What? I always forget. Kate Kate, Hudson. Kate Hudson. And it, like many movies of the era, it It, is... It wasn't just that so many different people smoked cigarettes in the movie. It was the timing of... Almost every one of them was so weird. It was very, very odd. But but it just reminded you that like smoking indoors wasn't odd back then. So they would they would just throw that in whenever. It was weird to even see like in a bar scene, like him walk up and start talking to girls and like light up a cigarette at a bar. Yeah, yeah. That used to be the most normal thing. It in the all world, looked crazy. It, it, that it's been years, years and years since that. But it kept in line with the Dane Cook um, necessities in a movie in which there's overt nudity of random people random women right. dancing on him but for whatever reason he gets to emulate That's like in sex the, it's gotta be in his contract or something yeah it's like it was like part of it he has, he has to be shirtless at one point and like show that he's ripped for the moment he has to show his butt a lot yes yes oh and he asks uh, the, the love interest's mom to suck his dick when, after flashing her so it's that kind of movie it's a funny funny movie it's hard to tell who it's for it's really hard to would tell would you rather in that movie have been given the role I don't mean you are this person I mean your will mm-hmm. but would you rather be Jason Biggs role opposite Dane or you gotta have Daddy Dane's role opposite Biggs I can't believe I would ever I mean it would take a cook like figure for me to select Biggs and yet here I am in this movie Dane Cook does so many humiliating things sometimes on purpose the premise is people hire this guy when they go through breakups to date their girlfriend and be such an asshole that they get back together with their boyfriend. Classic. So Dane Cook, intent, he's doing it on purpose, but still his character does so many public humiliations that you would never be able to hold your head up high ever again. Jason Biggs is still a pathetic and a loser, but also he's he's like kind of screwed over in the movie, but he also like liked this girl at the office and has no real attachment. Dane Cook steals her even though they're friends. That's the quick version. But... What? Uh, I would definitely be Biggs. Dan Cook is utterly humiliated okay. throughout that film, well, even that's if he's interesting. choosing to do it. 
what I'm thinking of is the reality that people are going to forget the movie, but the poster's always going to be there. So it's me and whomever, and I don't want it to be me and Dane. So I'm going with Biggs just because pe- people are going to see this movie on IMDb whenever they scroll through movies and go like, oh, I don't remember that. It's either you, it's you and Dane is what, is what you're saying. And that's dangerous. Dangerous for me, especially because people, I remember that people have told me this in my life, and it was very hurtful, told me that I was like Dane Cook. I know. And they, I know meant, exactly it, what you're and they meant it as a compliment. But, and, and so it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't trying to be a dig. Because I've had friends like Gabe and you will, will used to call me like Mad TV. That's meant as a dig, and that's funny. But someone tr- <laughs> saying, like, you remind me of Dane Cook, and meaning that in a good way is dark for me, because that hurts. That's not what I want to be seen as. Of course. It, yeah, I understand. So I can't be on a poster with Dane. But you would, so you would prefer being on a poster with Biggs. I mean, some greats have had to be with Biggs. Okay, what about in real life? Who Steve you... Zahn's a better actor than me, and he's been in a movie with Biggs. Sure, that's that's. Many fine. actors have had to be with Biggs. Also, let's talk about him for a while, because I cannot believe how bad of an actor he is, and and how being in one movie did let him be in... 28 movies. He was... I, I feel like his... My guess... I don't have it in front of me. My guess about his career currently is that it involves a lot of Hallmark stuff. Uh, I bet he's starting to play the dad in very bullshit movies. I, has he been a dad in like an American Pie I'm the dad now movie? Oh, I'm sure they have that. If there now. hasn't been... I'm sure they have that by now. Start the countdown because it's coming. But he's so bad... And always plays the same nerd whatever character, and it's like, wh- why does he? That's a good question. Do you think Jason Biggs? Because we, uh, we, I forget one of those. Du- oh, it was the new RoboCop. Uh, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman was on screen, and I told you, I think he really likes acting. Yeah, like I think he really enjoys doing it while he's doing it, and that's what matters most to him, probably. Jason Biggs, considering what he does when he quote acts, do you think he loves being an actor? Or do you think he I just hates know. this shit every day? I don't know. I really can't tell if he's... Yeah, if he's... I, I don't know. All I know is I'm not rooting against him. I'm always saying, come at me with something. Do something. And he's never doing anything. I can't think of what he would, what he could do or would do that would impress me especially. I feel like he, he is like Dave Matthews' band. Where it's like... Where he has... Okay, if, if Jason Biggs played... Play Dave Matthews, Play Dave in, Matthews in, in the movie. <laughs> the Dave Matthews movie. I would, I would be Ooh. willing. I would 100 percent watch that. Yeah, I will definitely watch it. But I would be willing to totally flip <laughs> on Biggs and support him if he was hilarious as Dave Matthews. I just realized I have ash all over myself. You didn't tell me this, Will. I look like a damn fool. Well, this one's not on camera. Oh my God! It's part of the risk you run when we have the the outdoor cast. A damn fool! I wonder if this sounds. It sounds okay to me through the cans. There's definitely birds and like a shocking amount of trains, shocking amount of planes, shocking amount of helicopters have gone by too. Yeah, the, I mean it's well documented that at the old apartment and at this one we're under the same path, the air path headed towards LaGuardia. Yeah. So. Shut up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not gonna add songs, but I am gonna leave that because <laughs> something about <laughs> something about that song has been cracking me up for days now. Something about the laziness of of just shut up and drive. I will say, uh, I mean, we looked into There's like no connection like Rihanna to is is a billionaire, and that's not all music that involves other like yeah, I'm sure she owns like many her, like her fashion stuff or makeup stuff. She owns like a 99 cent store over here in Brooklyn. 
But as far as her musical contribution to her being a billionaire, I can't think of somebody else who's musically become a billionaire with like as low energy as her. Like it's she's, it seems yeah. like a lazy strut to the top. She's keeping it medium. I'm not saying she's lazy. I'm saying it's <laughs> it seems effortless. I'll so, say that's a nicer way. Of yeah, the it. singing register she usually chooses is pretty chill. It seems cozy, doesn't she's, it? She's riding along. <laughs> um, this that, is not a slight to Rihanna. Well, it will be a slight to Sia, who wrote some of Rihanna's biggest hit songs. That's okay. Whom I take umbrage with. Because she's one of the main purveyors of rap voice. She's one of the main purveyors of a white, I think she's Swedish or something, but like a white person. Yeah, it's hard to know where to drop. Who's going... That's what I mean. it's, hard, it's hard to know it's hard to know where to land on that because if you let's say if you may have learned English from someone who just spoke English but you may have learned musical English from music so you got like if you if you also if they if that was right. a person learning rock and roll music they may have they may have listened to only like Brit pop and like have a British singing voice kind of thing. But why Why is it that if you and I start a band and we sang British, mm-hmm. people would say, that's stupid? You or know, or dude, it would immediately be called out as, that's not your voice, but you, know, you I th- can... I thought about that yesterday because... Go shine bright like a dime. There's a, there's a band, I think it's called the Alabama Three. They do the they do the Sopranos theme song, and it's they like pretend to be like... They just do like Mississippi rap kind of stuff, but they're like British I don't dudes. know who this is. I know, it's like this British like... Like, 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 uh, like trip hop group. But it's a comedy thing. No, but they pretend to be. They just like it's like Cotton Eye Joe style. Like they're, oh. they're just like doing an American country thing. I mean, I did. Yes, you can make the, the argument. reverse. I was thinking about this earlier. The reverse is preposterous for us to be like. Oh, we're, we just love the Beatles, so we're gonna like do a Beatles impression of a band. Like, we'd be laughed out of Europe. Yes, you can argue that, like, if you grew up listening to rap and wanted to rap, that you maybe wouldn't. For, for, you wouldn't choose to pronounce things the way you speak because that's not how any of the music you've heard goes. It do, yeah, you don't but, sound like how it goes. But I don't know. There's just this... That's really the argument. If Sia started singing and realized, I don't sound like how it goes when I hear it, you kind of do, you know, you do what you learn or you imitate. And then I think people the offense, have a lot of takes on her and they seem they seem stronger than her presence is in the world. Well, I think the offense rises based on how north you are in the world, uh, is or Nordic, I should say. <laughs> like, like if maybe if she was from L.A., I wouldn't see it the exact same way. But because if you're from a Scandinavian country, I, I, you can't sing like that. I don't allow it. What if Bjork did it? Well, Bjork does have a weird inflection, but she, I would say, right, has kind of made it up of herself. It's like her own thing. Hmm. It's hard to say. I, it's hard to know what the rules are in those countries. It's a different life, different problems, different sensibilities. I always thought that, like Avril Lavigne and Alanis, I thought that they, their Canadian and Katy Perry does it too. That the way they round things, round. Yeah. I always thought that that's kind of a they kind of are taking that from Bjork, or maybe like they, maybe someone, maybe Alanis copied that from Bjork, and then it keeps replicating into this Canadian way. I'm not sure. This is just a theory. I wonder where that does come from. I feel like someone is to it's blame. It's a Canadian thing for sure, because like, it, like yeah, it's a lot of Canadian yeah. artists. They get that round, the round O. It's almost it's almost Austra- uh, Australian like. It's almost a it's almost a Yanoi. Do you remember how good we used to be at Australian accents? 
Yeah, I feel like mine slipped. When Charlotte was living with us, even though she's not Australian, she's right. British, but for some reason, it helped. It, she had it, the gift. it helped us not slide into British because we, we were hearing British. Yeah, so we were we were all of us as like a household. We're like constant. We're like seventy to eighty percent Australian accent around the clock. Yeah, like it wasn't even funny. It was just we were just kind of practicing. It was it was just how it went. It wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It was it, we would occasionally like if <laughs> but, I mean, someone we, said something funny, it would we, be but, extra I mean, we, funny. We weren't trying to be funny. We were trying to get it good at it. So we were we were just saying what we would normally say. So it wasn't like attempting to say something odd. So it was like it was normal. I'm trying to think of anything. Where did you put the? Where did you put? See, it's not. It's but we used to be so good. Is the thing we really did used to be good. Where have you put the pipes? Where have you hit the pipes this time? It's all right. But also, I feel like Australian has kind of been caught up to as far as accents go. Like, people, someone somewhere along the, lay, the way, like, unlocked the key enough to where it made it accessible enough that people can do it kind of the way. Maybe not great, but I mean... It's kind of like Trump impressions. They're, or like, they're kind of downriver at this point. Like, British is the one that, we, that Americans grew up seeing some version, whether it's a real British version or not, some kind of cartoon usually introduces a British accent of some type. So we grew up emulating that since birth on some level from movies and TV and stuff but the Aussie one we didn't grow up with so that was hard but now I feel like the culture has caught on and they've it's it's not that impressive when someone locks if you can lock a New Zealand that's that's more impressive to it's, me it's it's um, more South African now that's impressive I will say that that's that's like the South African that's that's more fashionable as far as a funny accent to me now like, yeah, yeah, because uh, it's more yeah, it's more rare. It's more it's more nuanced, but, and there it's also I would say and I, I don't mind stirring the pot here, even more annoying than Australian accents. Oh, I thought you were going to say South Africa is the funniest nation that you know of, but um, no, it, I agree. I, it seems it's really it's it's really South African. The white accent South African is, is very punk. It seems like they're saying stuff to get under your skin. Yeah, yeah. It seems very like, no. I snuggy. fully agree. I've I've said it on the cast before the South African white accent. Is the most obnoxious. It feels like you're being mocked, even if I'm sure there. I'm sure there are nice people there. Yeah, there's just there's a figginess about it. There's just like a there is a gross grossness. It's like they sometimes have the tone of this is the last sentence I say before we fight. Yeah, yeah. It there's there, kind there's of a, a there's a, a literal there's a literal it. imperialist element going on. Yeah, it's kind of it's eh? like a, it's, it's yeah. kind of a <laughs> <laughs> they don't know to, they don't know what year it is. Although it's, it's it's also very telling that like a ton of our, uh, like, I guess Australian too, but Australian like Kiwi accent and South African like, it's mostly based off media. It's not based off like tons of people in our life that we know with those right, accents. Sure we that, do know some. Well, but, like, that, uh, well that's it's what, mostly based off. I would say that's why the Australian accent is no longer impressive. Is that once you hear that there's multiple. Um, dialects within the community, then then just general Australian doesn't cut it. When you, when you, so everyone can kind of do that. But you're like, yeah, but that's not really. That's like maybe how a newscaster would speak, but that's not a people speak. Right. So yeah, so it's the same thing. It's like I'm sure there's what kiwi. It, there's many different types of kiwi. What is still interesting to me about accents. all three is learning slang. Yeah, yeah. Bogan. Slang. Yeah, slang in any of them is interesting. I like Although it. the last thing I'm going to do is use it. It's just interesting to know. Yeah. It's not for use. Yeah, you stupid bogan. Like, what does that mean? That's offensive. Well, it, not in the way you think it is. It just means like uh, white trash. I bet it's kind of like, like uh, hillbilly. Hillbilly, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Australia. Like, uh, so yeah. when you go to Australia, you just walk around calling people bogans. The, uh, 
There's something like that. Hey, Bozo! There's something like that too. Oh, well, fuck. I'm not gonna remember. Um, the, uh... Totally lost it. Gone. Oh. Well, you the lose? song's coming up right now. I guess that's... <laughs> well, what, what a... perfect end to... What a wilting ending, but... Yep. <laughs> Episode 97 in the books. Look up the slang in other languages or dialects or whatever. Bye.